But for two weeks, I'm hooked on one song. And I heard it, and it just brought it all back. You know what it was? Well, you're not paying attention, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I'm trying to find the answers to this. I didn't ask for money. What is that song? Or a mansion in Malibu. I simply wished for one more day with you. <laughs> one more day. <laughs> one more time. One more sunset, baby, I'd be satisfied. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is actually the episode of Split Decisions. We're going to dress up. We dressed up for you. Because this is a very special occasion. We we have an announcement. Would you like to make the announcement? No, I want you to. You want me to make the announcement? I want you to do it. <laughs> Shoot, man. I feel special. Uh, mm. If you're a fan of the Tennessee Volunteers. I am. Or could you just be a college sports fan? I am. Yeah. Um, If you're a fan of either of those things, college football, Tennessee football, we're gonna have a very special guest on our episode next week. Dobbins gonna, Bennett football. We're gonna have Dobbins Bennett football. We're gonna have two actually special guests on our episode next week. Two. One is a returning guest. All right, Mr. Jonathan Ross. Give it up. Claps in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Jay Ross in the house. The second one is. Hold on, hold on. Okay, I could have probably just asked Gabe for a better drum, drum roll. roll. Yeah, Sorry. maybe on the table. Uh, drum roll, clip, drum roll, clip. The second one, ladies and gentlemen, is Mr. Malik Foreman, former starting safety for the University of Tennessee. The man himself. Malik is going to come in, and uh, I'm going to tell you right now, go ahead and drop in the comments, uh, DM us on the socials, any questions you want us to ask, 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 I sound, I'm saying it like I'm five, ask Malik. So uh, basically, next week is going to be... Uh, Open open season. Uh, we're gonna ask. We're gonna work through the 2016 schedule with Malik. We're gonna ask him questions about all that. We're gonna ask him what he thinks about the current state of Tennessee football, and then we're gonna get into the nitty gritty. We want to know kind of how it was with Butch. They were really good with Butch. What happened? What? How did we drop the game against Vandy in South Carolina? How did we lose the East? By all means, we were thought to be a New Year's Six team. You know, and I have to ask him about the play. Yeah, against the Texas chase A&M. down A and M, brother, the punch yeah. out. Um, we certainly Every had a special team against Butch, and so we just want to talk about how it got to where it was, what mm-hmm. happened. Obviously, we're not going to be asking questions like, uh, you know, specifics. Was Jalen uh, heard really hurt? We're not going to be traveling down. Yeah, those we ain't avenues. putting nobody on blast. We're here. not putting anybody on blast. We're not doing that, but. Um, and we're going to leave the door open for as much as he wants right. to say or as little as he wants to say. Uh, ultimately, we are just happy to have a former VFL on here. Also, soft announcement for another VFL coming on the pod. Very near and dear to our heart. Very near and very, very dear. Yeah, Dylan does a lot of that with <laughs> That's her. That's your hands you're getting. This is Mrs. Savannah Marlowe, soon to be Savannah Ma'am. Oh, I feel good. Feels good. Sounds good. It's good. Just feels good off the tongue. Feels good. Rolls off. Yeah, Mrs. Listen, man. She. Uh, I'm making a man <laughs> out of her. She was what? Was she all <laughs> SEC? Uh, all conference. So she holds. She went to the SECs. Um, she scored in the yeah. SEC ch- tournament. Yeah. Um, Give us some accolades. She holds here. the TWSAA record. Yeah. Still for hammer throw. Sure. Um, an absolute beast of a lady and a very beautiful lady. Yeah. Yeah, so she's she's gonna come on. Um, so really? yeah, she was a four year thrower at UT, uh, scholarship UT athlete, which is is an um, accolade in itself. Yeah, she threw everything: hammer, discus, hammer, discus, drop it. Okay, let's try this again: hammer, discus, and shot. She specialized in hammer throw, weight throw. Okay. So yeah, however, I'm just talking about the ins and outs of a D1 athlete and what that life is like from a sport. That you wouldn't think about a whole lot, and kind yeah. of and and UT track and field is actually very successful. Yes, yes. historically. Um, and one then of the best. also possibly another one. We may have uh, another former VFL. No name. No, no name. name. No name dropping. No name. What's can we say the sport? But 
Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead, go ahead. A former basketball? Basketball. VFL. Basketball one. Now playing professional. I think now we have to get a baseball one. we got to hit the major yeah, sports. Yeah, let's do here. it. Yeah. Let's yeah. just shoot for the stars. Let's, let's just shoot for the stars. Tony himself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, basically, what we're saying here is exciting things coming up for split decisions. And, and listen, LeBron, if you're out there watching this, uh, <laughs> shoot yeah. us a message. We'll, we'll find a way to make it yeah. work. Yeah, we'll, we'll make We'll we find a way to squeeze them in. Yeah, we can we'll squeeze, squeeze you in. Squeeze. Yeah, if yeah. you watch this, just DM us. We'd love to. We'd, yeah. we'd be happy just, to work with you. Just send us a DM. Right. No, uh, we are excited to have these people on for sure. Um, this is exciting. If you have stuck around this far, first of all, Thank you. Claps up for Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You deserve um, a hug. And also from Professor Gabe. You're about to get treated be treated to some really great episodes. I think some great yeah. stuff is coming up for us. As young could say, um, we've got a couple of um NFL stars we're in talks or former NFL stars uh we're in talks with some D one athletes, a Clemson athlete, a UNC Chapel Hill athlete. Uh yeah. So uh not not a Heisman winner that I know of. Uh, an NFL tight end uh, who just wrapped up a uh, uh, um, a run with the Detroit Lions. RIP. We'll uncover that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Potentially some uh, connections to a former Alabama player. So I'm really yelling right now a lot, but I'm excited. This is great stuff for us. So um, not to mention we might be having merch drop soon. So if you're into that, bro, hop on. Now's buy your time. now. Now's your buy time. now. Now's, Now's time. the time to buy stock. Yeah. You better get us now. So, uh, anyways, just be on the lookout for all that. Lots lots and lots of exciting lots things coming up. The TikToks? TikToks are popping off, TikToks too. popping? Yeah. We're turning into a wrestling podcast? Yeah, kind of. Uh, solely because of me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking over the TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right, uh, man, let's get into it. So, right off the bat, this is something I want to do for a long time. My heart and passion. In life, okay, that's very dramatic. Are we doing this before we break down the playoff game? Yeah, okay. it's pulled up. I can't keep looking at okay. it and okay. not do it. All right, all right, all right. It's fun open. Yeah, fun intro, open week. Intro, intro. Fun open week. Go for it. I love trivia. I love wrestling trivia. I love football trivia. I love basketball trivia. I love trivia that I don't know. No, because then I lose. I just love trivia. Trivia is a good time to be alive. Yeah. And we're starting off the show with live trivia. And I am ecstatic. Uh, okay, so we're going to start with the um, – Are you telling me the teams or am I spitting them off? No, so I'll give you the team and the year. Now, keep okay. in mind, there is nothing newer on this. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't find anything online uh, past 2022. So, the last – Okay, that's fine. This is going to be current as of the end of the 2022 season. 2022. However, okay. I will say that most of that, except for a couple teams, is going to be pretty up-to-date. Okay. But so, let's get it. last quarterback to win – a game for each NFL team in this the playoffs. Is the playoffs. timer going? Uh, turn the timer off. I've already Bad, got the answer. Perfect. That's fine. Uh, yeah, set, set timer on your phone. Let's see how long it takes you. Just just a timer. Not, you're like a stopwatch. Not necessarily a timer. And go. Arizona 2016. It wasn't Kyler Murray. No. It wasn't. Carson Palmer. It was Carson Palmer. You got to give me the answer though. You can't like run through the list. Give me the first name that comes to mind. Okay. If no. I get it wrong, I get to guess again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Atlanta, 2017. Matt Ryan. Yeah. Baltimore, 2020. Lamar Jackson. Buffalo, 2022. Josh Allen. Carolina, 2016. Cam Newton. I'm gonna start giving you the year. That's selling it. Chicago. Jay Cutler. Cincinnati. Joe Burrow. Yep. Cleveland. That won a playoff game? Yeah. Give me the year. 2020. Ah, oh, shoot. Baker? Yeah. Nah, I sold that. Dallas. One. Dak. Denver. Peyton? Yep. 2016. Now, before this year, obviously, Detroit. Okay, Matt Stafford. No. So Jared Goff? Nope. Before this year. Before 2022. Oh, hold up. Who was before? Yeah, dude, you will never. You want to look back around Jared to Jared Goff. Yeah, look back around. Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers? Yep. Houston. Sean Watson? Yep. Indy. 
I don't think anyone will want after. Andrew Luck? Yep. Jacksonville? Trevor Lawrence? Yep. Kansas City? Mahomes? Yeah. Chargers? Phillip Rivers? Yeah, 2018. Rams? Matt Stafford? Yeah, 2021. Uh, Raiders? Carr didn't win one, did he? Mm-mm. Uh, hold up. Jimmy G? No, 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 no. no. This it was so stupid. That was not what I meant to say. Uh, Raiders. 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 Give me the year. 2003. Hmm. <laughs> Dude, you were barely at it. Barely in kindergarten. 2003. Yeah. It wore number 12. Give me the letter of his last name. First letter. First letter, G. I've I'm never heard gonna, of this guy. So I'm going to sell this one. What's the second letter? A. Rich Gannon. Ah, oh, I knew that. Miami. Dang it. I knew that. Uh, Dan Marino. Nope. They did one after Dan Marino? What year? 2000. That wasn't Culpepper, was it? Mm-mm. Todd would disown me right now. 2000. After Dan Marino. Not Culpepper. Give me the first letter of the last name. F. Give it to me. J. Fielder. Mm, now I wouldn't have got it. Minnesota? Knew it, but I wouldn't have got it. Kirk Cousins. Cousin Kirk. New England? This is depressing for me. Tom. Tom. Yep. Uh, New Orleans? Breeze. Yep. Giants? Eli. No. What, and Daniel Jones? It was before Daniel Jones. Hold on. Stay with me, stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. Giants. What yeah. year? Giants. 2022. It was Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes, baby. Put some respect on his name. New York Jets. The man is himself. Is it Sanchez? Yeah. But fumble. Philly. Hurts. Pittsburgh. Hurts so good. Big Ben. Yeah. San Francisco. Oh, this Not would pretty. be last year's then. Jimmy G? No. Who played for them in the... It's counting 2022 as the end of the 2022. Oh, maybe it was. Uh, anyways, the year was 2022. The year was 2022. Yep. Alex Smith is long gone. Not Jimmy G. Mm-mm. Brock Purdy. It was Brock? In 2022. Oh, man, I was overthinking that. Uh, Seattle. Russ. Yep. Tampa Bay. Tom. Tennessee. Actually, I would like to point out that after Tom Baker would be on this list twice. A, yes, yes, which yes, is yes. crazy. Tennessee. It is not Tannehill. It is Tannehill. Yeah, 2019. Oh, Remember, yeah. he went to AFC Championship. That oh, year. yeah. No, the Derek Henry took us the to the AFC Championship. Washington. Kirk? No. Year. 2006. Hold on. Rex Grossman? Nope. First letter? B. Give it to me. Mark Brunel. I'm a failure. Back to Detroit. 1992. First letter? K. Eric Kramer. Eric Kramer. I've never heard of him. I'm a failure. Uh, What's your time? Last time I looked, it was at 5.15. Yes. We'll say 5.30. Yeah, 5.30. 5.15. 530. Not bad. Five minutes, 30 seconds. You got them all. Not bad. <sighs> I didn't get them all. That was charity. Should have done wrestling trivia. Yeah, I watched one earlier. They said, I don't know who it would have been for Atlanta. And I'm like, when was the last time Atlanta won anything? <laughs> yeah. Old Ryan boy. 28-3. It's depressing when you look at some of these teams that have made the playoffs year after year, like the Steelers. And it's been almost 10 years since they won a playoff game. 
God, dude. Seven years. See, there's a difference in that higher echelon, man. Yep. Uh, and then, like, even the Patriots made it to the playoffs in 2019. First year without Brady. They have, still haven't won since 2018. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm well, depressed now. I dropped the ball. <laughs> With that being hard, all said and done, let's talk about how the NFL's rigged. Mm-hmm. Oh God, here we go again. Were they really what call let, are you gonna complain about this? Were time? they really gonna let their cash cow, Taylor Swift, Don't call her that, not go to the Super Bowl? <laughs> she there? <laughs> oh, she'll be there. People are like, I don't know if she can make it because of her tour schedule. Okay, so actually she can because wait, do you want to know this? Time changes and crap. She plays the concerts in, J- in like Japan or Hong Kong, wherever it is. Yeah, on um, Saturday. Saturday, and if the show ends at eleven, there's a seventeen-hour time difference. So it's six o'clock in the morning on that Saturday. So she'll get to fly back after the concert, have a whole night to sleep, do her makeup, get glam, get dressed up to make it to the Super Bowl. So. Yeah, confirmed. She'll be there. Yeah, I'm also going to say this, dude. I would be very surprised if they're not engaged at the end of this season. I mean, have you seen the betting odds for Travis to propose at the end of the game? Now, Taylor Swift is not going to be proposed to on the field of the Super Bowl. Dude, she might. it's over. No, no. The post-game footage of them, like, talking to each other. I'm like, dude, this is like married couple material. Hey, T, I'm going to go hang with the boys. I'm going to go celebrate with the boys. Yeah. It's so sweet. I've never seen anything like this in my life. It's love. All you haters out there. It's love. It's love. And I love it. Uh, it is absolute love. You don't just be love a love, hater. huh? I love love. I'm going to put that in my next Don't be man. a hater. Just up. let them love each other. Put that in my Valentine's Day speech. <laughs> I love, I love, love. I want to hear your Valentine's Day love, speech. Love, love. You don't want to hear it. Trust me. It's brutal. Life will knock you down and keep you there if so, you So, So let's talk about it. I mean, I thought. Well, I mean, our prediction was right, right? I mean, we picked Perfect. the 49ers and the Chiefs. It is terrible to see the Lions get so, so, so close. However, Dan Campbell said this could be our only chance. Is the biggest load of BS I've ever heard. I didn't like that. Who are you going to lose? You're not losing anybody to free agency. Nobody of importance. And on top of that, you have an opportunity to just go game this offseason. Yeah. Pick up players. I think uh, this is my thinking. I think he, when he said that, his thought process was to relay the importance of the situation they were just in to his team. Yeah, but I do not think that's the way you do that. Not at the uh, end of a game like that. No, to say it's your only chance, I mean that just that shuts them down. I, I do think it was trying to make them realize the significance of the moment. But they realize but the significance the of the moment. I mean, those guys didn't even make the playoffs last year. Yeah. So. But on top of that, too, like, people want to dog Dan Campbell for going for it on fourth. I mean, I'll tell you what the kids play. He should have kicked it. Yeah, he should have. He should have kicked it. But I appreciate the always going for it on fourth. It's not the typical football we've always seen. Yeah. He's play, He's doing a little bit different in Detroit, yeah, and I can it's admire one of the, It's one of those where if he, if he didn't, play call like that all year they probably wouldn't have been in that situation yeah but in that situation the nfc championship you can get points take the points man. yeah but i'm about listen man i think as for the lions you have nothing to worry about your your team just came out and proved that with guys that i mean like the reporter said to golf like maybe i haven't gotten the attention that other guys have yeah I mean, dude, Jameer Gibbs ran wild in the first half of that game. That that is a running back's dream to be used mm-hmm. like that. So, I saw it was pretty impressive. The only running back duo ever, I believe it is, to get a thousand yards each. Wow, rushing. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, listen, man, Dan Campbell. He he knows how to use his team. He knows how to put guys in the right positions. He knows when to play aggressive. Um. You could make the argument that he doesn't know when to not play aggressive, but yeah. um, man, if that's his if that's his fault, let it be, you know. Um, but also, we can't go down this road without giving a tip of the hat to the 49ers. Yeah, I, I mean perseverance, man. To be down twenty four to seven at the half, I, I was out at dinner with my wife, and I look over her shoulder at the TV, and I'm like, twenty. 
I'm like pulling what? the score up on my phone trying to, yeah. So I watched the first half up to halftime. Yeah. And then I was driving to the lady. Yeah. And so it's, I got about an hour drive from home mm-hmm. to the lady. And it was 24 7 uh, when I left the house. And I get to where I'm going an hour later. And it's a tie football game. It's not even in the fourth quarter. I yeah. was like, what? Yeah. I, I called it before I left the house. I told I told Pops, I was like, I truly think we're getting another Shanahan choke job. Uh, I mean, Shanahan's been known. He'll get you there every year, but he did he's it never going to do it. Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. the same thing. I yeah. mean, he's always, I mean, just to be honest, he's kind of gave himself the, the choke artist yeah. label. Yeah. And, I mean, he actually, I mean, even the Chiefs in the Super Bowl years ago, yeah. he was up 28-20 in the fourth quarter and lost the game. Yeah. Uh, he's just, he has the label, and I thought we were going to see it again. But yeah. We I didn't. mean, listen, so I, kudos I, to him for getting exactly. his team out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, man, we both grew up playing sports. <laughs> it's hard, man, yeah. when you're a coach and you've got a team, you're down that bad. I mean, your players, bro, by the time you, you're go, down, you go down two scores like that, man, dude, I, I sat in plenty of locker rooms growing up where it was like, all right, yeah, we're down two scores. Like yeah. the coach goes in there and he's like, "Oh yeah, we can win this," and you're like, "No, nah, yeah, it's over." Yeah, like I said, my major respect to Shanahan. It's probably a stupid question, but I still want to ask. Sure. If you're in Detroit, is yeah. Goff the guy going forward? hundred percent. Set. Hundred percent. I mean, dude, not not even like how he played this year, but he just the way he defends his guys. Like he yeah. he don't give a crap. Like people are asking him, like, "Oh, do you, you know, you guys don't necessarily have a superpower." He, excuse me, what? I mean, he doesn't take it, man. Yeah. He's like, he's honestly grown into the Detroit mentality, mm-hmm. and so, I mean, I think gone are the days of the forty or the Lions struggling, and we could say hello to similar to the '90s. The Lions are going to be there every year. Yeah, um, we've talked about this previously on the pod, and I think the interesting thing for the Lions to watch next season is now that they have that number one division, they yeah. have the division championship, how they do with the number one schedule. Schedule, Yeah. Because uh, you will be playing the Cowboys, you will be playing the 49ers, you will be playing the Packers, without a doubt. Well, I should take that back. You well, they will the play Bucks the Packers because they're in the Without division. a doubt, yeah, but they'll play them twice. So it's one of those where, I mean, again, look at the Packers. You're going to play them twice. The Vikings are going to be healthy next year. You're going to play them twice. Yeah, I mean, I think even a healthy um, Vikings, though, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but, I mean, they can still get one. And I think it's just yeah. the schedule. you got yeah. Packers twice, them twice. The, um, I mean, definitely with that number one seed schedule. The that Bears is twice. That's not something to be scared about. But yeah, still, I mean. Division. And that then is still having to play Dallas. And that is something where you've if, if you play six divisional games, you've got to win five or more of them. Five or six, you've got to win five. Like, you can mm-hmm. drop one, maybe drop two, but you're going to be playing a really tough schedule. Yeah, those are the games that matter the most. I mean, look at the Bills and Dolphins late in the year. The Bills didn't have the greatest year, but they beat the Dolphins when it mattered and got the two seed. And the yep. Dolphins had to go to Kansas City. Yeah. And that's how big of a difference it makes. Yeah. So. yeah. I'll be curious how they do. And I've talked about that's the most impressive thing to me. To the Chiefs. <laughs> that's the most impressive thing to me going back to like the Patriots dynasty and the Chiefs now is playing that schedule every single year and being able to still get Yeah, but even you look at it, with the exception of the Chiefs now, even the Patriots, it was like every other year they were winning Mm -hmm. their Super Bowls because they would make it to the AFC Championship or they would even make it to the Super Bowl and lose and they still don't have that number one overall schedule. So um, it'll be interesting to see how the the Lions bounce back next year. I personally think I don't think they're going to struggle in their division. Um Packers, I say give the Packers two more years, and then it'll really be a tight race in the division. But the Packers are still young, and I think they're going to do fine next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I look for the Lions to repeat close to 12-5. and five. I wouldn't be surprised to see less than five losses. I wouldn't be surprised to see closer to the six or seven range. Um, I definitely think a double-digit win season, no doubt, though. I mean, anything less than that is really, really unacceptable. Yeah. So It'll be interesting to see. I, I will – We'll see when we get to next year, but yeah, I do think there'll be a, a letdown of some sorts. Yeah. But we'll see how they respond. Um, Chiefs Ravens. Uh, this game surprises me. The most um, watched game. Did you see that? All the views. About yeah, it, seven million. Or it was pretty like crazy. I, I guess the only thing I will say is you can only be a dual threat quarterback for so long in this league. It's only going to work for so long, and we've seen that. And I hate that because Lamar has played lights out this year. And I said it last episode, and I'll still say it again because it's worth saying. I think that when that division's healthy, like, the Ravens won't have the same record. They, no. That that team won't be the same. I, mean, I hate to say this, but 
let's be real, if the Browns have Flacco all year or a just competent quarterback, that would have been too. They that's a good chance the Ravens lose those two games. The Steelers, I, I don't know. You could sure write them off. But if the Bengals have Burrow, they're definitely going to beat the Ravens at least once, possibly twice. Mm-hmm. So you look at that right there. And I mean, they the what, they they beat the Browns both times and the Bengals both times, right? I believe so. I think the Browns got them once during yeah, the whole okay. Flacco run with the Flacco. Yeah. yeah. So let's look at it this way. Say they still lose the one game to the Browns, but if they lose another game to the Bengals, maybe two. Mm-hmm. They're not the number one That's seed anymore. Three and three in the division. Yeah. So yeah. And next year, again, they'll be playing the number one schedule. So yep. they're going to play yeah. not only their division, six games there. They're going to guaranteed play Buffalo, Kansas City, and Houston. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At minimum. So I mean, right there, there's nine games. And you got and we've two seen against Cincinnati, Mahomes two against Pittsburgh, against Lamar Jackson, two it's against a win Cleveland every time, and then you got Patty, Josh, and CJ, and well, probably the Dolphins coming in. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean it's yeah. So, I, I don't think the Ravens listen as high as I am on the Lions for next year. As much as I think they can still pull out a double-digit win season, I personally I just do not see it happening for the Ravens. And on top of that. Joe Burrow's going to have a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. He's, he's been hurt again. Mm-hmm. I think he's ready to come back. I think the Bengals are going to re-sign T. There's no way they let him walk. And and Burrow's just going to come back and light it up. I think T's gone. You think he's going to walk? I'm worried. I, I just don't think Cincinnati has enough. They got Burrow, Jamar, Mixon, all them. I just don't Do you think even? T's. But that's the thing, too. I mean, T. Higgins is wildly underused in that offense. T could go to, like, a Kansas City. And make more money. It's been rumored that he could go there. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. And, like, not to spend too much time on it, but I saw something that was really interesting to me the other day. I saw an Instagram post where they were talking about the teams that missed the Super Bowl this year that have the highest odds next year of getting back. And the Ravens was the number one team. And no way. Yeah. It, it, to be honest, I'm not going to, like, guarantee this, but I think it's a very firm chance that the Ravens miss the playoffs entirely next year. Oh, yeah. And not spend too much time, but, like – Literally two minutes here and I'm done. Sure. The Chiefs are the Chiefs, so yep. there's one. Yep. Josh Allen and the Bills are going to be Josh Allen and the Bills, yep. so there's another. Yep. If the Dolphins can be healthy and their defense is healthy all year, the Dolphins are in. They're a heck of a football team. Half of their defense was out yep. in the playoffs. Yep. Going from there, the Texans, I mean, someone in the AFC South is going to get there, and, I mean, it's the Texans or Jaguars, and the Texans, the way they're evolving, so there's they, one. The Texans are a solid defense away from being, like, a problem. Yeah, and the AFC West, the Chargers, if they got a head coach now that knows what they're doing, could I be mean, that could be one. That's I mean, we don't But let's say the guarantee. Chargers is a win by the Ravens. Still, you look at that division, I, personally, my prediction right now, I think Burrow's going to beat them twice. I mean, yeah, the Browns, and that's not even touching the division. The you Browns the beat them once, yeah. and I'm going to be honest with you, the Steelers, they find a way. They're still a good defense. I think they're going to find a way in one of them, especially then, when you come you to get Pittsburgh. to the division, and you got the Bengals bringing yeah. Joe Burr back. Yeah. You got Cleveland, yeah. and in the AFC East, you got—I mean, for what it's worth, they didn't look that great without him, which is concerning. But I mean, you got Aaron Rodgers coming back for the Jets. Yeah. I mean, the way the AFC stacked, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion at all. And yeah, the Ravens no. have a solid defense. Well, throughout the year, the Ravens had a solid defense. Yeah, but again, and what, Zay Flowers is on the and Zay Flowers is on the come up. But again, did I it look be solid because of who they, they were playing? The playoffs. Uh, I mean they they gave they they gave the hammer to many teams, elite teams, in the year too. That's fair. I I will say this, but in the biggest stage, if you can't do it, it don't matter. John Harbaugh is Mister Don't Run the Ball in the playoffs. Six six touches, six touches against a. And I know Kansas City is statistically this year the best run defense in the league. Sure. Yeah. Fine. You got to trust your guys. But six touches is insane. Lamar never getting out of the pocket. If you make Lamar a pocket passer, he's done. Mm-hmm. Like literally 50% of his game is being able to be a dual threat quarterback, to be able to get out of the pocket, be able to make plays. And the Chiefs took that away. Not only that, but I don't think the play calling really helped Lamar. I don't know why Lamar resigned with with Baltimore. But. The, th- the thing, takeaway from the game that I think no one's talking about that I think deserves more attention is, yeah, you can have the Pat-Lamar conversation, the defense-to-defense conversation, running games, all that. It's the coaching battle. It's, 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 it's a different level. Um, Harbaugh 
is a very competitive coach. Yep. He's shown to also be a very emotional coach. Yeah. He does not stay even keeled quite often. Yeah. Very emotional decisions. While Andy Reid is one of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, one of. I said All one of. All the pressure of. in the world could be on him, and he's going to make the right And call. he's so calm yep. and so cool and collected. And his players the same way. will go to war for yeah. him. Well, Travis even said postgame. He said, listen, we can take all the credit as players, but he said, we're nowhere near as prepared as we need to be. We're nowhere ready as we were coming into this game if it wasn't for Andy Reid. And he said, you know, people want to talk about the Justin Tucker throwing the stuff out of the way. Pat said, or not Pat, uh, Travis yeah, said. Poking the bear. Yeah, I mean, he said, listen, I wasn't trying to be mean. I wasn't trying to stir anything. He said, Andy had us, he said, coach had us come into that game. We were ready. Yeah. Like it was laser focus. That's all it was. We came in. It was business. We were going to win the game and go right. home. And he said, it was something against Justin. He said, I know he likes to poke around, make fun. He said, I'm sorry if it came across any other way. But he said, I see my quarterback right there running around your stuff. Like, I'm here for a business trip. I'm going to throw this stuff out of the exactly. way. We're going to get and back to it. I got major it. respect. And I yeah. did not like the look of the game when that started uh, for the Ravens. <laughs> oh, no. no, uh, no and no. it's just one of those where there's no need. Um, and yeah. I think the Ravens, like, I mean, their schedule was respectable through the year. But I'm telling you, it makes a difference in the playoffs on who you play. I mean, the 49ers kind of – I don't want to say got a bye. I mean, they were bye week one in the first week. Yeah. Then they got a hot Packers team and they almost fumbled it. Then they got the Lions and almost fumbled it. And, but really, those aren't tough competition they play. And for that reason, I don't buy the Niners winning the Super Bowl. And then you go to the AFC. Every part of me wants to yeah. say that they'll win it, but – Look at the schedule the Chiefs have run through. Mm -hmm. Look who they've – they beat a great Miami offense, which granted the cold probably helped the Chiefs a little bit. But even Miami was in that game at the end. I mean, you could argue it was a fair game. Yes. They went to Buffalo, an absolute rabid Buffalo fan base. Possibly the most rabid yeah. environment in Buffalo a, history. Won a wire-to-wire -wire game. Mm -hmm. They went – to Baltimore, again, another rabid. I mean, Baltimore's not known for their home Ed Reed and Ray Lewis was the legends of the game. Terrell Suggs was being honored. Michael Phelps handed the game bar, and T-Pain performed at halftime. Yeah, like, Baltimore's not known for their home field advantage. They called in even the, the Chiefs players were like, that place was rocking. Mm -hmm. So, the Chiefs just went into two very tough environments, played another tough team at home to start the playoffs. I mean, buddy, they're hot, and we've said it all along. It's just about when you get hot. Yeah. And they're rolling right now. And the 49ers have just nearly fumbled the bag so many times here in the playoffs. And at the end of the season, I just don't think they're going to win it. I don't. And that's my same thing I go to, like what I was going to say in the AFC with the Ravens, is they got a bye. And then, now they had a magical year in respect to them, but they got the Texans. And as a rookie quarterback. And absolutely throttled them, beat the brakes off of them. So then they come into the AFC Championship, like the Justin Tucker crap, thinking they own the world. Which I will say, I did a little research on that. Justin Tucker, well, one, he's been doing that for 12 years. He'll go to the other team's side during warm-ups. But also, how this works in the NFL is specialists, punters and kickers, because of weather and directions that wind blow, they get to kick from both sides of the field. Now, most people kick from the opposing team's side of the field before the opposing team comes out. However, Justin Tucker, for the last 12 years, has decided, I'm going to do it when they're out there to mess with them. Most opposing teams just let him do whatever. Obviously, and, and, and players said, like I've read today, Travis said, he's done it to us before and we haven't cared. But that particular day, I just wasn't putting up with it. So, I'll give it to Justin. That's what he's always done. He even said post-game, I wasn't trying to do anything. I've always done that. Go back and look at the film. I've always done it. But you kind of gave the Chiefs a little motivation right there. Yeah, just added fuel. Yeah. I would like to mention coaching hirings. There's not been a single pre-existing, like, a formerly active head coach hired, and I think Bill is done. Every vacancy is filled, is it not now? Is Vrabel going anywhere? It looks like not, man. I know. Um... Let's see. Let's refresh our little Yeah, the page. big names aren't getting any looks. Garner the attention you I think I want to know would. what made the Falcons pass on. I heard that they were very close to Vrabel. Yeah. I don't know why that I didn't happen. And, I, I, and I've read. I've, d I've been doing some studying this week. I think this is true. Bill is not getting hired, not because he's not a great coach, 
But because he wants to be the GM, he wants to be the president of football operations and the head coach, which is what he was in New England, and that worked fine. However, no team is going to fire all of those positions or ask them to take a lesser capacity or a different capacity just for Bill to be there for three or four years and then retire. Right. So Not for a ride in the sunset job. No. So, basically, there's uh, it, it's all been, with the exception of Harbaugh, which I, I wouldn't really count as a, yes, previous head coach, but not recently active head coach in the NFL. With the exception of Harbaugh, I mean. But by far the biggest name. Yeah. Higher. Raheem Morris, Dave Canals, Antonio Pierce. The commanders still haven't gotten their guy. It could be Vrabes. Uh, Brian Callahan and Gerard Mayo. All of those guys are coordinators with no head coaching experience. Um, Seahawks obviously hired the Ravens. Uh, was a defensive or offensive coordinator today. So that position is filled. The only thing left open as of right now is the commanders. Um, so I, who knows? Who who really knows? Um, if I'm able, just spend the just spend the season in Cancun. Just spend the year in Cancun. I mean, he's he's still getting paid by the Titans. If he takes another job, he loses that check. And, I mean, obviously. That might be part another, of it. Yeah, if he gets another job, obviously he'll be getting paid by that team, too. But, dude, yeah. take take you some time, Take brother. your vacation, baby. Go, yeah, go Cancun. Go to the Maldives. Yeah, go on. Get you a cabin. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. I know a thing or two about getting a cabin. Hey, oh, hey. Oh. hey yo. Arcade games. Um. Stairs. Teach. Uh, Teaches. <laughs> uh, anyways. Stairs. Anyways. Struggling. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> uh, refrigerator door handle. Okay, I'm going to stop. Fr- Brother, out. That's another pod. I'm going to stop. Um, yeah, I, saw, I, mean, I that- saw my deposit go out the window. <laughs> <laughs> the grip of a door handle. <laughs> Dude, speaking of, this is so random. I reserved an Airbnb in Knoxville for next weekend. They wanted me to upload a picture of my driver's license and a selfie. Have you ever done it on Airbnb before? No, I've That's never done why. that. You have to have like a profile now so they can verify you. No, this wasn't like an Airbnb profile. This was like I booked the Airbnb and they sent me the confirmation oh, they link. to verify who you were. I would, dude, I'm not doing that crap. Some random <laughs> website uh, I've never been on or heard of. I'm not uploading a picture of me and my driver's <laughs> license. I canceled my reservation, got my money back, and went and got something else that was cheaper and had a hot tub. Oh, God. So, when Garrett retires, he's going to be one of those guys with the houses, with the fence, with all the signs around it on the Bro, fence. would you would you Beware of dog. Do not trespass. Would you would you upload a selfie of yourself in a driver's license picture? Yeah, in a heartbeat. I, I wouldn't think twice about it. There you go. Here you know, go. Man, Social? Okay, here you go. I thought that was weird. <laughs> You wanted my bank, my routing number. Oh, I'll give you the routing number. I'll give anybody. I'll give you right now the routing oh, number. Oh, man. I'll give you the routing number. You know, fun fact, the routing number for like a bank, like you name a bank, everyone has the same routing number. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I until I got in the banking world, I truly thought everyone had their own routing <laughs> number. And that is mine. That'd be chaos. So, yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah, but you got to have the account and the routing number. Yeah. Yeah. Super Bowl predictions. Uh... 49ers and Chiefs. Uh, 49ers are favored. I'm not sure. I totally understand that. I guess maybe they have the better record. Sure. Um, that's pretty much like uh, stimulus. That's what that is. It's like a stimulus check. <laughs> yeah. Free money. Yeah. Uh, so I'm taking the Chiefs. Uh, money line. I don't know what the, what's the the over under is 47. Probably under based on how the Chiefs have played. That's a good line. I would go over, but I'm not going to bet on over under. But if I had to, you would take the over. I would, but don't, don't. Well, my my problem is Brock Purdy really seems to struggle uh, as of late, and it feels like, especially when teams are getting to him, he's struggling. He doesn't have, which I know, I know, I know. Don't throw the stats at me that he's like got the best uh, quarterback or best QBR when. So actually, no pressured. (laughs) I, I get that, but just how he's, played, care. how he's played recently, he hasn't looked well in, under pressure, and he doesn't have uh, Debo Samuel right now. No, he doesn't. So, I think that changes the game for the 49ers a little bit. For that reason, I'm thinking the Chiefs. I would hit the under. 
The Chiefs are going to control the game defensively. You said it last pod. They're controlling. Their defense is not being talked about enough. I mean, they're they're running it. And then they have all season. They have kept that offense in games. Um, that offense might actually be better now that Kadarius Tony's gone, if you want to talk <laughs> about that. Did you see his Instagram? Yeah. You like, know, that it's cat. stupid. It's stupid because – he had a chance to Who ride cares? off into Shut the Shut up and take a ring, Kadarius. He had a, he had a chance Stop to, one, talking. take his ring, and two, <laughs> go sign with another team. Somebody thinking he just had As one bad Super year. Bowl player. Yeah. Somebody could say, oh, he just had a bad year. Go get your bag somewhere else. It sucked for them, and then you retire. However, he just screwed himself and told the whole world, I suck, and they won't let me play because I suck. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think. Hopefully, if the whole world had eyes, they knew that. Well, they know that. But uh, So, my thing with the Super Bowl is, yes, the 49ers are boasting a roster that consists of Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, um, Trent Williams, Nick Bosa, Warner, dogs. Um, but, at the end of the day, you have the team. On the other side of the ball. Oh, yeah. To me, it feels – I hate to say this because you know where I stand. It's starting to feel Jordan-esque. Uh, like feeling Jordan-esque to the They're 90s. They're just running it. Because in the 90s, any team that saw 23 in red on the other side, they were already beat before the game ever started. If you see 15 in red on the other side now. <laughs> I'm telling you. And you got – Rasheed Rice? Who knew who this guy dog, was? Dog. Dog. Yeah, yeah. Like, Dog. they are slowly turning into the Patriots, taking these players that nobody's ever heard of mm-hmm. and making them great. That's the thing. I mean, look what ah, Juju man. done last year. Yeah. I mean, Juju looked like a legit option. Everyone thought going to New England, they got a wide receiver one now. Decent. Uh, so it was Well, I would like to see him with a quarterback. Yeah. But no, I think I mean, he could be wide receiver one for us, yeah. Yeah, and, and to me, like I said, uh, the Chiefs, the defense is the thing no one's talking about. And, yeah. I mean, good gosh. Yeah, the weather was what it was, but they shut down the Dolphins, who, as I picked to win that game, and look at the whole season, had a phenomenal running game, which should not be affected by the cold. No. <laughs> shut down the Dolphins. Mm. They went to the Bills, held them respectable. Yep. Then they played Baltimore, who was lighting everybody up. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm seeing a trend here. Let's talk about this. Dolphins, incredible running game. Buffalo Bills. James Cook was cooking good running game. all year. Yes, great running game. Arguably, him and Josh Allen carried them to the playoffs. If Yeah, when you include Josh Allen in the running game, yeah, which you have to, great running game. Ravens, great run game great this year. Game. Obviously, Lamar, Lamar is a threat on his feet. 49ers. Run game. It's been McCaffrey all year. Chris Jones plugs that sucker up, man. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of reasons you should be taking the Chiefs in this one. And what I'm what I'm getting to, my final thing with it, at the end of the day, what, what I'm going to is Shanahan versus Reed. Yeah. Um, I know the coaches don't play the game, but the coaches dictate how the game's played. Put yeah. that on a T-shirt. Um, that's pretty good. That's right. Good. That was off the dome, too. Yeah. Uh, you're giving Andy Reed two weeks to prepare for this. You're giving him and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it feels kind of, even though Reed is an offensive mind, like we don't got to get into the details there, just from the aura aspect of it, it feels like a Belichick-Brady. You're giving them two weeks to dissect and get ready for this team? A team uh, that Detroit had a week to look at and almost mm-hmm. did it. Yep. A team, Green Bay. Matt LaFleur, an offensive-minded guy with Jordan Love, should have beat him. I think – Something I'm seeing too with the, I mean, we got to quit talking about the Chiefs, but something I'm seeing with the Chiefs. To be fair, it is the hottest subject in sports. It's so fair. Going through this Comparing the Chiefs to the Patriots, I think, well, I would say Brady came out today and said, don't, let's not compare Mahomes to me. What he's doing takes away from nothing from what I've done. What I did takes away nothing from what he does. And I agree with that. Brady is the GOAT. However, Mahomes wins three in two weeks. It's going to, dude, it's, he's going to be a lot closer. At the, at the age he is at, than Brady was. Can we take 90 seconds to play a game? Can't wait, can I finish saying this? Oh, I thought you were done. I'm sorry. Go no. Ahead. Um, sorry. What I'm seeing is I'm I've learned kind of doing some digging the last couple of weeks. What really made the Patriots dynasty great is Bill on the defensive side of the ball, uh-huh. but Brady holding his offensive guys accountable. Now, granted, 
Bill's coaching system made that possible for Brady. Made him made it possible for him to come in and develop himself and force others to get better. Force others to have the same workout that or work ethic that he does. We're seeing the same thing. If you listen to any conversation with Travis Kelsey talking about Patrick Mahomes, you, like he will say that as a rookie, Mahomes was making Alex Smith come in. Mastermind. Yeah. Like <laughs> like Mahomes was like coming in and the thing is here's the difference between Mahomes and Brady. Mahomes can roll out of the pocket. He can make incredible throws. Not saying Brady was a bad quarterback. I'm a Patriots no, fan. I, I understand completely. Completely benefited from it. But Mahomes, talent-wise, skill set-wise, sorry, skill set-wise, is a better quarterback than Brady. Than anybody. Anybody. ever played the game. Yeah. And Mahomes' work ethic paired with that, like driving that offense, holding those guys accountable. Mm-hmm. Buddy, I mean, Andy could, as long as he can sit upright on a stool, he can coach there. And I'm and I'm telling you, Mahomes with the Chiefs, he's got such a mindset. Like I said, Jordan esque is the best way I can describe it. Yeah. He's got that team believing it don't matter. They got the goat at center. That's yeah. how he's got his team believing. Yeah, there is no situation, no time period, anything they can be in where they don't believe in fifteen to win the game. Yep. And well, but, I mean, Travis says it all the time on his podcast. Absolutely, he's like, give fifteen the ball, and we know we're going to win the game. But like. Iron sharpens iron, too, and yeah. I think it's what one of the greatest respect things. That's why I love watching about Travis Kelsey. You are not going to see crisp routes. You're not going to see firm, beautiful run routes. The dude just knows where to get open, and also Mahomes knows where that he's going to be open. That chemistry is – And it works. At an like, un, I always un, go back to that yeah. Buffalo Bills game, the game where Allen didn't get the shot late. 13 seconds, they went down the field. I heard – like, everyone heard Travis talking about it. He was like, I just saw an open spot and ran to it. That was it. There was no route. He just saw an open spot and got to it. It was that, like that even was against it. the Ravens games, Kelsey – or Ravens, Kelsey did the same thing. Like, Mahomes almost got drilled trying mm-hmm. to improvise a play – and he went and caught the ball so that there was – threw a, it there. Threw it up there for him. Yeah. 90-second uh, game time. Okay. Name game. Okay. We'll start easy. Okay. In my opinion. Okay. Mahomes or Breeze? Mahomes. Mahomes or Ben? Mahomes. Mahomes or Marino? Mm, and, of course, Mahomes' cement is not dry. We know this still. Probably still Mahomes. I agree. Uh, Mahomes are, I mean, I don't know how you feel about the old guys. Mahomes are Unitas or Tarkenton or all them. Unitas was electric, dude. He was. He kind of could run, too. Yeah. But, still got to take Mahomes, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Mahomes or Elway? Mahomes. Okay, let's just go ahead and throw it in the cooker. Mahomes or Steve Young? Not really the cooker day of the cookers, probably. Mm, probably still Mahomes. Okay. Mahomes or Peyton? Nah, that's tough. Yes. The accolades aren't there for Peyton. Regular season. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know Mahomes has the same amount of playoff wins as Peyton that's right now. So sad. Yep. With ten less losses. Um. I mean, are we talking Peyton right when he gets to Denver? Uh, All time. Career. Dude, that's tough, man. I say, and okay, let's, let's finish up. Mahomes, Montana? Mahomes. I'd, and then I'm not going to ask Mahomes, Brady. He's not. We're not there yet. I agree. So, the reason I asked, because I thought about it this week. I think Mahomes is the best quarterback we've ever seen as far as skill. Um, right now... I have him third and a solid argument possibly against Peyton for second already. I don't think there's anybody you can put above him other than Brady and Manning. I want to say Mahomes over Manning, but it just feels wrong because I feel like Mahomes not played long enough to be able to say that. Yeah. But Mahomes has already proven that he's ahead of all those other guys. I'll say this. I think Mahomes will be in front of Peyton. Oh, yeah. Just right now. That's my Mount Rushmore. I got Brady, Peyton, Mahomes, I also, and Montana. I'm not doubting Mahomes. Don't don't hear me out on that. I also want to see him without Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Because it did seem like a little bit of a rocky start this year when they didn't have that true wide receiver one kind of guy. I think we figured out, and obviously you did because you saw 
how Kansas City pleaded their allegiance. Um, they knew Kelsey was kind of the glue. That's why they knew they'd be okay without Tyreek. Yeah. Um, my initial thought is obviously, I mean, you don't lose Travis Kelsey and not lose a step. Yeah. But, I mean, Noah Gray is a solid tight end. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say Noah Gray is the next Travis Kelsey because no, no one's Travis he's, Kelsey. He's solid. But, again, like as long as 15's on the field. Florida's beating Kentucky by four points in overtime with ten seconds left. Oh, let's freaking go. Load it up. But, I mean, that's my thing. I mean, it's, again, Jordan-esque. The, the, I mean, if, if 15 and Red's on the field, I think Kansas City's going to be all right. So, until we see him decline or do any different. And that's another conversation, like, I would love to have at a separate time, maybe after the season, get into this, if we're getting some goatee conversations. At Kentucky. Uh, oh. oh, God. Kentucky's going to lose, and then they're going to be – Fired up. It might already be over. Two seconds left in overtime. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's over. Oh, great. Now they're going to be mad Saturday. Well, we should be mad Saturday. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, But anyway. SEC basketball is just wild, man. Yeah, dude. It's it's regular. Speaking of, Mississippi State is on a tear right now. Yeah, they're good. Um, Last, what I was going to say, I really see Jordan vibes in Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, Separate sports, but – I I don't think you can compare Mahomes to anyone in the NFL because Tom Brady had the greatest career in football history and didn't even start like this. Yeah, but Mahomes, I mean, from the jump is just dominance, and yeah. it's just I mean, you're giving the Chiefs underdogs in the Super Bowl with two weeks to prepare, and they're probably the hottest offense in the game with the best defense. I mean, it, <gasps> I just there's Kentucky's no way Kentucky's down the by three with the ball and two seconds left. It's not enough time. Brother, this is a roller coaster. It's not enough time. And they just called a timeout. Shoot, I wish I could get it to load up. On second thought, all my rumble predictions kind of hit. That's true. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, you want to go ahead and uh, wrap it up with a little college basketball talk? I mean, anything? Ooh, yes, I'll wrap it up. Here, I'll talk for you. Fine, I'll talk for you. So last night, I sat down and I tuned into the Tennessee Volunteers basketball Waste team of time. against the South Carolina Gamecocks. This is the South Carolina off. team that beat Kentucky, by the way. So we should have gone into this kind of looking out. So first off, I don't like South Carolina. If you're a Tennessee fan, you don't like South Carolina. It's just like the annoying little brother. In basketball, we away. have absolutely a Obliterated South Carolina in basketball. Like 20-plus points. They don't get close to us. No. We own. Oh, they don't. They don't. They just don't do this. And last week, they had their moment of glory at home. They played the great game against Kentucky. Yeehaw. Right, the game, go Cox. Whatever, whatever. Come into Knoxville. You're in TBA. The Food City Center. Food City. We don't lose in the Food City Center. We don't. We don't lose in Food City Center. And if we're all going to lose, it ain't going to be to South Carolina. Absolute letdown. Terrible. And also, also, this is free. That was the appetizer. This is free. I'm the last person to blame something on officiating. That was terrible officiating. The worst officiating I ever saw in my life. If yeah. I saw that ref walk through here, I'd jump off this and Superman punch him right in the nose. I would like to point terrible. out, though, that this South Carolina team is 17-3 and three right now. That's unheard of for an under not team. ranked. Yeah, that's... That's because they played cupcakes until the SEC. Well, I... It's working for him, man. <laughs> Those losses... Yeah, final overtime. Florida beats uh, Kentucky. Those losses early season are really, thank God they were two top three teams because it's it's helping us right now. But in this down the stretch may really hurt us. Um, for for Tennessee Vols. So uh, I mean I don't really have much. It seems like side dog connects a dog. Yeah, I mean that's our only offense right now though, and that's the terrifying thing. So I said this last night, and this is my take right now. Um. I think you're getting kind of a LeBron effect on the Vols right now. Yeah. And what I mean by that is Dalton Connect is the best scorer. And I said this too, and I believe it. 
he's the best three level scorer I've ever seen at UT in my life. Chris Lofton was a sniper. Al Houston. I wasn't alive when Al Houston played at UT. Okay. But, I mean, either. that would be a good argument. Uh, but, like, Chris Lawson was a sniper, but he was just so small. I mean, when he got in, he could finish around the rim, but not yeah. at an elite level. Uh, Grant Williams, the best inside scorer i ever seen. I mean, he was yeah. dominant, but he didn't have the outside game then. Yeah. John Connect can do it on all three levels. Yeah. And people forget, in years past, Santi, Zakai, and Josiah Jordan-James was our offense. I mean, that was all of our offense. Those guys were averaging probably close to 20 points they a game. They had to be, because that was all we had offensively. And I really think that what I mean by the LeBron effect is they're not playing their ball. They're looking for connect every time down the court. Yeah. And it's keeping them from playing their kind of ball. And the main one I look at is Josiah Jordan James. I mean, dude on offensive end has just disappeared. Last night? I don't even know if he had that. I mean, I'd be surprised. It was astonishing last night to see. What did he have? Uh, so connect had. 31, Ziggler had 2, James had 2, Vescovi had 10. That's who had 10. And Vescovi had, had a couple six. shots. This was, dude, and this has been the thorn in our side all year, except for like one game. He's gainy. 23 minutes and 0 points, 2 rebounds, 1 assist. Get him out of there. 0 for 3 on field goals. Uh, they were all 3-pointers. Uh, 1 steal, 1 turnover. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. Ganey is a, a he's a, a J.R. Smith. He's an offensive option. He shouldn't be playing 23 minutes and get three shots. No. He's either coming in why and dropping. Why is he getting 23 minutes over a Waka and Meshack? He's either coming in. He's either coming in and dropping 25 points, or you realize it ain't his night, and you go another direction. Yeah, that's how quick it is. I mean, that's the J.R. Smith effect. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Um, but like I said, with the other guys, I mean, to me, that they're just not playing their ball. Like, no. Z isn't looking for his shot. Josiah Jordan James has disappeared. I mean, yeah, he's been kind of shoddy back and forth. Off 30 minutes, two points. <laughs> but Josiah Jordan James, I mean, he had a saw, one of the best pull-ups in the game. I mean, mid-range pull-up. I mean, he, he could at least do something. Yeah. And Santi is still a reliable shooter, so you're going to get some. But, I mean, I, I, thi- I think everyone, like, truly when I say LeBron effect, what it means is everyone's just standing around watching. Yeah. Everyone's standing around just waiting for him to do something. And, I mean, he's good enough. He's going to do something, but he can't do it all. Can't do it all. I mean, he's literally scored over half of our points. Yeah. And if people complain about him shooting too much, first off, get out of here. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If he can shoot, let him shoot. If he wants to take all the shots, I'd It's been him. a long time since we've had a guy that we could yes, say, let, him, let him shoot it wherever yeah. he wants. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think other ones have to step up to the plate and, and, yeah. and give him some help with it. I mean, that's yeah. just my, my, my thought. Uh, I agree. Because, look, I mean, when a team scores 63 points on us, that's a pretty good defense right there, too. And also, our rebounding is pitiful. Oh, it always, has been. always has been. Adu has grown exponentially as an offensive player, even though he didn't do much last night. Uh this year, I mean, people are talking to him as the third best big man in the SEC. Uh, but to be honest, we got to be stronger at the rim, man. Yeah. I mean, he's a good rim protector, but I would kill yeah. to see how many offensive rebounds South Carolina had as a whole. Yeah. I mean, we got dominated on the boards, and we play great team defense. Yeah. Our, our rotations are beautiful. Everything, yeah. 63 points is a good amount to allow in an SEC game. It ain't like they just lit us up. We gave up 80 to Alabama. I mean, 71, actually. We just scored 90. So, yeah. like, it, that's an okay amount to give up. But well, if we look at the stats for South Carolina, too, they didn't have a single player uh, with 20 points. 18 and 16, that's it. Other than that, the uh, everybody else had 13, 4, 3, 6, 3, 4, 0. I mean. And also, this is just another freebie. For the end of the game, whatever the Michael Beasley wannabe was, shooting free throws and shushing the student section, listen, buddy, if we come to Columbia – I hope we hang 40. I hope oh, Don Connect goes off. We play them again, don't we? we I, I hope so. Twice. If we do, I hope we go off. Yeah. Man's ain't done nothing over there shushing the student section because he hit a free throw. Like, get out of here, man. No, that's yeah. just that, that drove me mad. Like, I really got I, – I got I got furious. Listen, there. and I'll say this, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, I've got two things to say. One about Tennessee basketball, one about college basketball as a whole. Tennessee basketball, I'd say we were due for it. With how we're playing, only giving Connect the ball, all of our other guys not hitting their shots, we were due for a loss. I will still say it's January basketball. It's getting real. Calendar's about to turn over tomorrow. In an hour and a half, this calendar turns over to Happy February, February 1st. bro. It's February. And when that calendar turns over, buddy, this is it. This is do or die. You've got four weeks 
and you better win almost every game in the next four weeks. That's what you got. So, I'll say that. The other thing I'll say is I think we're okay. The top ten is not a safe place to be in college basketball this year. It's safer to be unranked than anything. I I mean – Yeah, top five – Falling like top flies. ten and top fives are just dropping. I mean, was North Carolina lost to Georgia Tech, so it kind of took the spotlight off us. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And Purdue, I mean, even with they keep winning, but they still don't look fantastic in their games. So we're okay. Uh, so that's that's really all I have to say. You have anything else you would like to like to bring up? We'll talk to you after the Super Bowl. No, next week with Malik. Then we'll Super Bowl talk. Then two weeks off, and then it's basketball time, baby. March Madness. Madness. We plan on hopefully giving you March Madness picks. Picking every game. Yeah. All 64. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I am. <laughs> you have to dive into the stats. Anyways, listen, we appreciate the likes, the shares, the listens, the, the reviews. If you listen to this podcast on Spotify, please go to our uh, go to our page, hit the uh, five-star review or the button, and give us five stars. Give us four stars. Whatever you think we deserve. Don't give us let four us, stars. Let us know how we can improve. Um, but we love it. The shares, the subscribes. Keep following us. Keep reposting things. Um, we love you. Tell your mom about us. Uh, anyways, appreciate it. We love you. Mom will give us five stars. Peace. Peace.